0: welcome to the women living in thailand podcast education information opinions and personalities of the fierce females living it up in thailand join our hosts caitlin lee and jessica teal for another session
1: starting now i'm so happy about my music choices i don't know why but that song i'm just like It makes me happy, but it's chill. It's just the right amount of vibe. It's the only way. Yeah, I'm loving it.
2: I'm loving it. Anyway, how are you? Oh, good morning from cold (laughs) Iowa. I am well. (laughs) Surviving the only way I know how. (laughs) Is it coffee? coffee? Is it wine? I don't know. Oh dude, I've never oh, drank this man. much coffee in my life. I'll tell I'll I'll share why in a little while, why I'm drinking so much coffee. But yeah, coffee Got is life, like everywhere I go, I'm like, you have coffee, right? <laughs> it's like yeah. a of water. <laughs> I don't need water anymore. Here, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Just coffee, please. Just coffee now. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh. Today How are you? is kind of a it's kind of event session, yeah. right? Oh, man. i'm i'm good i'm very very much looking forward to this vent session um uh i'm not gonna lie been living on <laughs> cbd gummies <Woo! laughs> shout I out am. to bloom i don't know if you guys <laughs> have heard of bloom or not bloom.express but
2: it's legal legal cannabis look at CBD that can, can we can we see up closer real yes quick? please strawberry cannabis 100 grams happy jelly okay they're
1: happy okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and legal Woo.
2: Nice. so uh
1: it, it has been that kind of week um
2: Isn't mostly... it like a, that every week yeah.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to look back on these podcasts and be like, "Oh, it was like that every week."
2: Yeah. <laughs> it really it really awesome. has been. It really has been.
1: <laughs> but um yeah, I've been very grateful because I've found more products that help me with my uterus sabotage that comes monthly or bi-monthly. Woo. And then um I don't know. I'm just excited for the new year, I think.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really too big into. Um, f- I mean, I love astrology and I love talking about energy and changes and all of that. But um, I try not to let it guide too much of my life. I like to live, you know, internally by my gut as well. But I just yeah. keep reading how much of a shift that this this year is about to take, and I'm really excited for it. Also, about I feel like, you. yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, it's been shifting. <laughs> Hopefully into like a beautiful, you know, fucking microcosm of of fabulousness for everyone. Um, (laughs) But I just remember a couple of years ago at the start of or right before 2020 hit. And I just remember being like, this is our year. This is the year. You know, for me, it was like a big year. And then you know the Rona came, and that went down the hill. So and she's a fickle uh, bitch oh too. God, <laughs> fucking Jeez. Rona. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm feeling that same energy again. And now that we know how to deal with COVID, I think mm. that now we're well equipped to have that year that we want to have, and yeah. work through it. Also because of all these amazing shifts that have gone on and these ad- 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 all the adapting that we've done. And the growth that has happened from this situation, you know, if you're ready to have that kind of year in 2022, I really feel like now is the time because we know how yeah. to deal with it. I mean, 100%. you know, there'll be some and, new shit that pops up, but you know, like, hey, hey, Omicron, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see you out there. <laughs> hey, homie, how you doing? <laughs> or as my as my Spanish-speaking community would say, "Hello, Omicron." <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, hey, we have some really exciting uh, events planned right now, right? We're about to bring in an OG, an OG player into the scene right now. It. Can you believe it? <laughs> <sighs> Miss Dreamy, know, Miss Dreamy Dino
1: Corn, where are you? Abandoned ship. Uh, <laughs> so yes, and then the second one was Jess, and <laughs> now women living in Thailand
2: is woman, A woman living, living in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, more power to you, sister. You're pulling yeah. through, pulling through there the Thailand <laughs> reopening and shit. Oh, my gosh.
1: But yes, we do have one of our co-founders of Women Living in Thailand. And we're going to bring her on right now, actually. Let's Yay. give a big hello to Hannah. Ooh. Hi, Hannah.
0: Oh, my God. Hi, girls. Hi. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Oh, my God. It's 6.30 a.m. And I haven't been up in... Uh, I don't think I've woken up at this time in probably five months <laughs>
2: <laughs> well hey I, I feel your pain I'm I've just I just woke up at 607 so let's get it
0: <laughs> yep let's get it why not
2: <laughs> what are we we're like what we're like four hours away from each other or something
0: yeah I could drive to you in four hours let's do this
2: <laughs> you want to drive me uh, to the yeah. airport today no I'm just kidding <laughs> I'll meet you there. <laughs> okay. You can give me a goodbye hug.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. We're, well, we were the just, reason uh... we're
2: getting everybody together
1: yeah, is, um, you know, we started this thinking that we were all going to be women living in Thailand <laughs> yes. one Clubhouse, and now we are a video podcast <laughs> and only one of us is living in Thailand, but each of us has had crazy freaking journey <laughs> from when we met and started mm-hmm. doing this until now and I think you know the other people who aren't in either uh, any three of our boxes would like to know you know how is it going what what's yeah. happening you know and and for me I've had a lot of thoughts go through my head and I actually do want to hear what it's like in the states, or just getting overseas and stuff. So yeah, let's get started. Let's just let's just shoot the shit. Get your wine ready. Well, oh, just me, <laughs> or your gummies. <laughs> I know it's too early for you, ladies. Coffee, but um, coffee only. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But let's let's do let's talk with you two ladies first because I've stayed. Um, Hannah, you left first. Let's get what happened. Tell us the story.
0: What didn't happen? Let's see. A huge breakup happened. I crumbled a little bit. I had you guys for support. Thank God. I was loving my job at the time, but it didn't feel right to stay in Thailand because my brother just had a baby and then he told me he was having a second baby. And I'm like, my God, my family is... Is moving on without me, and that's not acceptable. So I knew that I felt pulled to go home, at least for a moment. <laughs> so I am home. I'm closer to my nephew, and he's amazing. He just had his first birthday, and my sister-in-law is due in January, so that's coming up really fast, So I'll get to meet that second baby and I get to be closer to my mom and reunite a little bit with my dad. And it's been great to be closer to family for sure. I've also been continuing working through my master's degree. So I've been able to focus on that a little bit more. That will be finished in March. I have been starting the job hunt again. So I will be in an international school sometime. You guys will have to visit me wherever I end up. (laughs) My business has shifted in Thailand. I had a workshop business and two or more times a month, I would bring amazing people into my house and we would learn something new together. Well, that uh, requires a lot of time and effort and networking. And I knew that I had no network here in Missouri. I've never lived in Missouri in my entire life. So I knew that it would take a lot of time. effort to to restart Dreamy Dynacorn from scratch here in Kansas City so I didn't really want to go that route but it had my business has shifted a little bit and I have continued to make some candles which has been fun because my mom has gone to these craft shows for fun she crochets oh, she macrames she does this tie dye stuff
1: gross.
0: speaking it's, my language Hannah <laughs> yeah she, she's awesome she does these little mandala rock painting things. And so she's been in all of these markets. So I'm like, Hey mom, can I come and help you with these markets? This is my jam. I love it. And just recently she was like, Hannah, why don't you make some candles and bring it to my craft shows with me? I was like, Yes, I would love doing that. So I've just been bonding with my mom, and we've been making crafts together. And we actually meet every full moon to do our little like tarot card reading. Oh, look yeah. at you! You're witching we-
1: together. Yeah, proud so we-
0: witch. Exactly. <laughs> I love We're it. And recharge our crystals, and it's just so fun. And Aww. I have been enjoying that for sure. And, well, can, you, um, can you refresh
1: my memory, um, yeah. when, which, which part of the amazing journey of COVID that we've been on <laughs> did you end up leaving during?
0: Okay, so the school year, my international school finished in June, end of June, and I stuck around Thailand for all of July through that chaos that was the start of vaccinations happening. Uh-huh. So okay. I did get a vaccine right before I left. And then in August, I was actually, I was searching, where can I travel with the Sinovac vaccine? And I could have gone to the Ukraine or (laughs) Turkey. So I picked Turkey. There you go. (laughs) So I went to Turkey (laughs) for two weeks and then I moved home. So yeah, August. So I've been here for like five months and it has felt like five fucking years, let me tell you.
2: <laughs> I feel you on Is that, that girl. Midwest?
1: Is that the Midwest problems?
2: <laughs> yes, uh, yes, a hundred percent. Time yeah, seems Midwest to go problems. by slower here for some reason.
0: It does, <laughs> I'm like, and yet there's no time for anything. It goes by so slow. Yeah. But there's no time for yourself, which feels opposite. I thought I would have had so much time for myself mm. to recharge and relax, and I really haven't had any of that. And so it's been very. Odd, twilight zony but my business has shifted into the digital realm i'm working on making a mindfulness journal that i will be selling on Ooh, amazon and nice. i'm working on an online class that i'll sell on udemy so if you want to learn the art and science of candle making, that will be on Udemy probably within the next month. Nice. So yeah, I've been working on my master's degree. I've been reading. I've been reconnecting with my best friend who is in Des Moines. and She's actually in Malaysia right now visiting her family, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. And an Oh, and I bought a house. Oh. <laughs> I'm a <an> doll. <adult>. Oh. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Oh, wait. Sorry. That's Let's talk about a, that's that like for a choking second. right now. Cat <laughs> you, you just don't wanna talk? like
0: I can't do the Heimlich from here.
1: Just smooth over that very big piece of information.
0: <laughs> She's a really cute house, but I thought, why should I spend money on rent right now when I could put that toward a mortgage? And as soon as I get a job abroad, I can bring a renter in and they can pay my mortgage. So like, why not?
1: So, okay. Ooh. See, you're planting seeds in my head. All right. We won't yes. go there. We won't go okay. there yet. All right. Okay. So shortly after you, Hannah, Jess tried to go through it. <laughs> she really <Yeah>. did. <laughs> she <Yeah>. really did. <laughs> and then, uh, unfortunately, I had to come to the decision. No, more fortunately. had to come yeah, to the decision. More fortunately so, than anything. Your turn, Jess. Win <clears throat> first. What, let, let us set the scene.
2: Let's okay. So it was around, I think, August 24th. I had a really strange weekend. Uh, a few things popped up and I was just coming to my, my wits end about a few things that was going on in my life personally. And I just, I don't know, I got a bug, you know, I was like, I think I need to go to the U.S. And I started talking to my mom, started talking to my best friend. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's decided I'm leaving. So that's August 24th. And fast forward to October 26, the day I flew out. So in two months, I sold all my shit. Um, I like wrapped up my 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 affairs. I ended an um, eight-year relationship with my partner. Uh, I mean, it was mostly mutual, and you know, things need to to move on and digress because you know why not? Um, if it's not serving you the purpose anymore, then you know you got to make some changes in that department. Uh, Before it's too late. (laughs) Eight years later. Um, And yeah, then I came, I was supposed to leave in December, actually, I thought about like, okay, I'm gonna leave in December. And then I just sat there in my house. And I was like, you know what, I don't think I can stay here for another two months waiting to, to leave. When I had such like so strongly decided that it was time to go. Uh, So I called my mom and my mom and my my mom and my mom's husband and my brother and his wife and my brother's daughter. They all live in the same house together. And they had just bought a house. And uh, they have the second house, which they're getting ready to sell. So I said to my mom, I was like, hey, what if I come stay in the second house, help you guys clean it up a little bit, you know, get it ready to sell. And my mom nearly had like an emotional breakdown. And she was like, because I hadn't seen her for two fucking years, you know. So she was like, of course, uh, but you're not going to stay at the other house. You're going to stay in the new house with us. Um, So here I am now six weeks, exactly six weeks later. um, I've been living in the basement, which is being turned into an apartment. I have a whole, like my desk, uh, my my bed, a clothing rack, you know, a dinner table and all the things. (laughs) I traveled with my two cats. Uh, Yeah, for some of you guys that know me, I did have three cats, but one of them was extremely aggressive. um, And I had to make the tough decision to rehome her um, to be a single single cat Mm -hmm. uh, just because it just it wasn't working out. I had rescued that one-eyed boy and, you know, she just turned into, you know, like the devil. (laughs) Um, So I rehomed her before I left and I came here with my two cats, uh, Emmy and Tewet. Um, And that was fun and very expensive, but you know, it is what it is. Love will make you do crazy things. (laughs) And uh, yeah. So actually in about 12 hours, I'm flying to LA and I'm going to go see some friends and go see some uh, people from my past and hang out. And then my best friend is flying in from Chiang Mai next week on Thursday. And then we're going to go to Mexico. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to go to Mexico for a few weeks and Beyond that, my best friend in New York is having her second baby, so I'm going to go hang out with her for a little bit and just help out around the house um, when her husband goes back to work. Um, and then I'm that's going to be end of March, so we'll see, you know, is Thailand in another lockdown? Um, do I need to stay here a little bit longer? Do I need to come back? I'm going to consider all options. <clears throat> In regards to returning and i gotta say you know if we're if we're talk if we're gathered here to talk about you know what what results or what impact or what uh changes come from all these life decisions that we've been making this last this last year or slash few months um <clears throat> what i've grown to understand is being someone who's such a planner and an organized person i know you guys know that about me <laughs> um not knowing what's going to happen and accepting it has been like a great lesson in life. Um, you know, just going with the flow more than ever right now has been really, uh, interesting and eye-opening um so so yeah so i would love to talk more about that and all that but i think we can you know break it down a little bit and in, in, um later on in the chat but yeah dude uh it's been crazy it's been wild my niece is here at my mom's house and she's three going on 45 oh, man. and says you know all the bad words in the dictionary that you can find for some reason <laughs> Um, And she has her own free will, and she will do what she wants. And again, she's only three. So it's been it's been quite the journey to get to know my little niece, who is pretty much an exact replica of me as a kid. And Um, You know, like uh, Hannah, I feel like your mom and my mom would get get along really well because they're both very crafty, short, bright hair and tattoos and all of that. Like they're the same, except different shapes. Like your mom's super skinny and my mom's like very curvy. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I've been making crafts with my mom. We uh, decorated the house in rainbow Christmas because love is love. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun. But I'm definitely ready to go to L.A. and be my own person and not feel like you know, I'm back in the house feeling like I'm 14 again, because that's what happens when you go back to your family's house. Sometimes (laughs) you get you get those flashbacks and you're like, oh, my God, especially because my brother's here, too. So, you know, my brother and I, we butt heads. We love each other, but we butt heads, you know. So it feels like I'm 14 and I'm just ready to, you know, go be that independent woman that I've been. That I've been for so many years living abroad. So I'll say one last thing. It's been cute. My mom's like, be careful, don't cut yourself or don't spill that. And I'm like, Mom, I'm a 35 year old woman. <laughs> I've lived abroad for 10 years. I've done things that you can't even imagine. <laughs> um, so don't worry, I'm not going to cut myself when I'm chopping an onion. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so yeah so that's that's where i'm at um i have a lot more to say as i'm sure hannah does too but kat why don't you give us a little update about how things are going in the reopening of thailand
0: (laughs) (laughs) i want to know all please fill me in um
1: all right well for context um for the people who don't know
2: me um who doesn't know you I know. (laughs) Been there for thirty years. White girl that speaks Thai. No, everybody knows you.
1: (laughs) I Feel like I've been hibernation for two years. So they're like, oh, yeah, she still exists. Oh, she's still here. (laughs) So yeah, COVID for me. um, For context, my family lives here. My parents live here. My brother was born here. My husband lives here. My ex-husband lives here, and my sixteen-year-old son lives here um so if if that was different circumstance i don't know where i would be right now but everyone i love and care about pretty much is here Mm -hmm. um covid was difficult for me because i just lost every job (laughs) or i got jobs that i just didn't want to keep or that were highly toxic or gross basically but i learned a lot from that situation of staying here quite honestly which was all right, I was in a desperate place, desperate times, called for desperate actions, and I agreed to certain jobs that I probably wouldn't have if, if I wasn't in such a dire state. Um, and I'm very grateful for that job, uh, and it served me well. Those jobs, actually, all of them, and a lot of them served me well. Um, some of them didn't. <laughs> um, but altogether, it, that was my learning moment. Um, during COVID. And just like what you guys were saying, that the the concept of nothing is permanent. You know, this is what Buddhism teaches, them, teaches us from teaches the get-go. Them. <laughs> Buddhism teaches them. <laughs> but it teaches us that, you know, nothing's permanent. And attachment is a painful thing. And uh, we probably shouldn't be doing so much from it. Um, I've gone back and forth even though I haven't lived in the States since I was five years old, I was like, maybe I should move there. Maybe I should go, maybe I should move there. And it still goes. I think it might be trying to find the greener grass, I guess. And um, I do think conversations like this are important so we can get some context on what's actually going on. Um, Where all three of us are from the States, and I think that we can mutually agree that there are different types of US citizens. Um, There are, (laughs) to put it nicely, there are the more traveled and the less traveled. There are people who have experienced different cultures and people who have not, and also people who have not, and also think that their culture is the only one that exists. Um, I would like to know (laughs) how both of you have found that or has it been an issue you know things are majorly blown up in the press you know you only see the bad things um have you experienced any of this have you had your mind changed about anything um this is kind of what i want to get into with you guys first so hannah let's start with you
0: Uh, oh that's a great question let's see I feel like after everything I've been through abroad, I've I've lived abroad for six years and after a seventh year, I'm finally home again and reestablishing myself here as a United States citizen. So I feel like because of all that I've been through, because of the growing and the personal Weights that I have felt as an American being abroad through those six years, I think I've learned how to turn my bubble into a uh, a shield of some sort, so I can defend myself from those types of people that I don't want to associate myself with. So, uh, uh, family members is is a different thing. Mm. I think this holiday season will be a little bit strange. Interesting. Uh, I do have. <laughs> Some family members that, yeah, don't agree with my personal beliefs and uh, voting preferences. But uh, that doesn't mean I can't love them and um, share some time with them. I will just uh, avoid those types of conversations, which is unfortunate because I feel like if you should be able to talk to anyone, it should be your family. But uh, I've tried that. Trust me. And it... Has never gone well. I will never change their mind, and 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 that's okay, I guess. I have realized I just let it go. Um, around town though, I mean I live I live downtown, like right along the river market of Kansas City. So I feel like the people that are in my immediate Area I'm able to connect with and understand it's the younger people. It's someone who has a good enough paying job to afford a loft like where I am here. And um, so I'm able to kind of pick and choose who I strike up a conversation with or which coffee shop I visit. But yeah, for the holidays, I mean, I am I might go up to North Dakota, and who knows how that will turn out. I might go to a family reunion. Who knows how that might turn out. I'm about to meet my significant other's family for uh, Christmas Eve. That will be interesting, but we both come from similar backgrounds, and we've both done significant traveling throughout our lives, so uh, we understand each other's family, and I think we're going to be able to, to help each other through that, but yeah, I thought I thought it would be worse than it is in that regard in your question there, Kat. Um, m- maybe it wouldn't be so if I was in Iowa, though. Jess, how, how's <laughs> I <Iowa> doing? <laughs> I was born and raised in Iowa. So how's Iowa? I Great. can speak for Missouri. I can speak for <laughs> Kansas City, my little bubble here
2: great uh great be- of uh great passing the baton over that was like perfect yeah so completely different uh situation on my yeah. side yeah. i am in iowa disclaimer we are not from iowa <laughs> my mom is a C- born in cuba we lived uh, they grew up in florida for a little bit and then moved to california my mom remarried and then decided to come to iowa i think 14 14 years ago, uh, for a quieter, cheaper life than what we were having in Los Angeles. And, um, yeah, so she's here and, uh, she asked me the day that she, she was, or the day she was planning to move here 14 years ago. She's like, do you want to come? And I'm like, hell to the motherfucking no, (laughs) (laughs) no, thank you. No beach and a bunch of white people. No, thanks. (laughs) I mean, I I mean, I love everyone, but you know, let's 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 get it let's get it let's not get it twisted. I grew up in Los Angeles in a Cuban family, speaking yeah. Spanish my whole life, and being around every color of you know the spectrum. Yeah. So that was that's what I'm used to, and that's what I appreciate. Um, but yeah, so when I got here, it was a Halloween a few days after. So we took my niece out trick or treating. My mom lives in a very uh, suburban uh, new housing community. Which is, it's nice. It's away from the main road. The houses are new. Um, it's very safe, very beautiful. It looks like a fucking postcard. Um, so, so yeah, so we went out trick or treating and we're walking around and, you know, it really hadn't hit me yet. I was still jet lagged. I was still like in the excitement of being back and seeing my niece Mean you know, I met her when she was one and now she's three and she's, you know, talking and being super engaging and all that. And uh, we're walking by a few of the garages that are open that are giving out candy, and I, I keep seeing Trump 2020, and, you know, I voted for Trump, don't blame me, and just Trump this and Trump that, and I'm like, Trump all y'all bitches. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to Trump you guys out of my my viewpoint right now. Um so yeah, so that was a little bit weird uh, because I clearly remember the day that he won the election. I was at, tech, at Roadhouse Barbecue over there in, uh, uh, you know, in Siloam. and so I remember drinking at like eleven thirty a.m. with this other chick, and we were crying when we got the results. And the Thai media was there filming us crying and hugging each other. <laughs> hilarious. Um, so yeah, so it's it's been it's been really strange to be back in that um, that place of you know, those kinds of things that I just don't align with. Um, but luckily, my, my family is not like that. My mom's like, you know, super uber Democrat, open-minded. Um, like I said, you know, Cuban, tattooed, short hair. Uh, you know, they have, they believe, you know, they, they, they respect everyone. <laughs> um, so it's it's weird because I've always felt that my mom is like the black sheep of the community here in Iowa because she just doesn't fit. The, the, the usual thing that you would, um, you know, assume of when you think of Iowa. But just to put things into perspective, I've been here for six weeks. My sister-in-law took me to get my nails did yesterday. Hello. Fabulous. And <laughs> it was the first time in six weeks being around Asian people. <laughs> Oh, I know. After being being in Thailand for 10 years, having an Asian partner, living that Asian lifestyle, that Thai life. And all of a sudden, yesterday, I'm getting my nails done and I'm just sitting there. They're Vietnamese, as most nail salons are in the US. And I'm just waiting for it. I was like, please ask me what I'm doing. Please tell, please ask me. Like, please give me an opportunity to be like, yeah, I just came from Thailand. (laughs) Because, you know, Vietnam and Thailand are are tight, they're neighbors. Yeah. 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 So the lady is like, so why you stay here? (laughs) I was like, yes. Oh yeah. I just came from Thailand. I've been there for 10 years and all the ladies in the salon looked up like, what? What? (laughs) All the ladies on one man. Um, yeah. So we all started talking about living in Asia and like, like we started talking about Vietnamese coffee, Thai coffee, uh, food, um, the difference between living in the U S and living back in Southeast Asia. And, It was just so refreshing. And I felt this sense of belonging that I hadn't felt in six weeks because I don't know, like living in Thailand, you, you just, you're, you're more open, you know, things are just more open and a little bit more chill. And I know that, you know, racism and prejudices exist in Thailand, but it's just not the same as it is in the U S like in the U S everybody's so fucking angry and hardcore about it. Um, and that's really, you know, that's just not my vibe. Um, so as I prepare myself today to go to L.A. tonight and uh, being picked up by my Korean best friend to go eat in and out, to go stay at a, ho- a hotel in Hollywood, <laughs> to take an Uber probably from, you know, some a driver who's not a native English speaker. I mean, it'll be exciting to get back into that diversity that is L.A., but um, I'm definitely looking forward to transitioning to Mexico, where it's like, like kind of like Thailand, but the Mexican where brown people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a different kind of uh, of
1: uh, people. I, look, I I I grew up in El Paso for the first okay. five years that I was here. My dad went back and forth to Juarez every day, every oh, wow. day. Wow!
2: Yeah. Wow!
1: My neighbors pretty much fully Mexican. You know, most of them. So. I think that's where my, I think that's where my uh, liking for brown boys came from. But whoa, that that's another, that's another discussion another time. But yeah. I, I cannot get past the fact of how alike. I might get, I might get hung for this. I don't care how alike Mexico and Thailand are (laughs) like quite honestly the people some of the food like it's just so like there's there's a lot of similar the traffic how people drive there's so many similarities there and I think looking back maybe this is why I did kind of gravitate towards that and then towards Thailand you know it was like something in me new Anyways, I thought it was interesting how both of you talk about how people in the US like to be in boxes. Put me in this labeled box. This is yeah. this is, I will die in yeah. this labeled box. And it is okay. very strange to me. <laughs> yeah. Just it is. very bizarre. And I think that that is the upside of being here. Because while people are willing to put you in certain boxes, also as a foreigner here we can't really get too involved in politics and I'm all for that yeah <laughs> quite honestly I that's a whole other subject but yeah. I, I believe that it, it it does lead to the betterment of being here quite honestly um, people yeah. will give their two cents but I believe that that's all Facebook is anymore yeah big shock there so the fact that that we can't get too involved in it I think is kind kind of a good thing for us quite honestly
2: um yeah, it forces you to live in a little bit of a sense of neutrality because you don't have yeah. to be worrying about that all the time especially like in the U.S. it's just constantly in your face like hmm. everybody in their damn bumper stickers and their flags and all this stuff and I'm like you know after living abroad and after being in a place like Thailand you're like okay, the U.S. is cool, but you guys are not that cool, all right? Like, like yeah. And you're not the only country that exists. I mean, you still yeah. are You still are using, like, uh, Fahrenheit. You're still changing your frickin' time zones all the time. It's like... Don't get me started oh, on changing time zones.
1: Dude. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't... I, it, I don't understand. Well, only Americans will think that they need to change time. <laughs> <laughs> no one else does it yeah, i had yeah. this conversation on the other podcasts we do no one else does it it's only america and america's yeah. like yes we need to change time yeah.
2: hello no yeah. absolutely not <laughs> anyway i'm going I very much off topic off it's topic. okay i think uh, i think another funny thing is you know so many people because it takes a certain kind of person to also live in Thailand and be open to what it means to live in a place like that. Um, and we get, we get so hung up on little things like, Oh gosh, we have to wait this much time or this is so inconvenient and blah, blah, blah. But there are so many other things that, that cancel out that level of inconvenience that you think you have in Thailand. Actually, <laughs> Thailand is an extremely highly convenient place, if you really think about it. I mean, banking, uh, buying food, uh, just the simple things. I mean, Thailand is like, there's a reason why it's TIT. This is Thailand. Like you could, you could get a problem solved and it doesn't matter point A to point B, but you get it solved and there's a way to do it. (laughs) You know, whereas here it's like, I thought, you know, coming back to the U.S. I'd be like, oh, it's going to be so great to be able to speak to someone and not have a language barrier, or you know, have a, this level of convenience, like make a phone call and get a problem fixed because my phone is messed up or something, right? For example. Um, but no, it hasn't been that way. So, if I may jump over to, um, let's quickly talk about a, a vaccine story. I went, I got Sinovac in Thailand. I went to. Uh, the local pharmacy in my mom's town, they had run out of uh, Moderna because um, apparently in LA they're asking for vaccine proof. And, you know, I love Thailand, but at the same time, I don't trust that piece of paper. That's just a piece of paper and it's all in Thai. Um, and <laughs> you know, it worked fine for me in San Francisco, just so you know, it, it worked fine. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. Well, I decided like, I, I wanted to get Moderna booster anyway, because you know, I'm going to be traveling and I just felt like that's the safer option. Um, so, yes, I went to go get the booster and they had run out. So I was like, all right, mom, well, let's go over to Walmart because, you know, why not? And my best friend and I have like an ongoing joke. It's like, yeah, we're going to go get our vaccines at Walmart when we get to the U.S. <laughs> you can get anything at Walmart, like really food, no. <laughs> clothes and vaccines, you know. <laughs> um, so I go I go to Walmart and I tell them, yeah, I'm you know, I've been living in Thailand and I got Sinovac. <clears throat> and she was like, Cine what? And I'm like, (laughs) yes, Sinovac. And, you know, come to find out, they said, well, sorry, the CDC doesn't approve getting Moderna after the two rounds of Sinovac in the U.S. And I was like, well, that's interesting because Singapore is giving it, Thailand's doing it. I mean, other places are giving it out. And she's like, well, I'm sorry, we can't give it to you. And I was like, great. So had I said that I didn't have any vaccines, you would have still given it to me, right? So she's like, yeah. I was like, "All right, cool. Well, fine." So I found I found in another place, and unfortunately, I had to show up and say I didn't have any vaccine. Um, please give me Moderna. So I got it, and boy, dude, let me tell you, that shit hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> like for two days straight, my arm felt like somebody was punching me, like, and it was just really terrible. Um, but yeah, so I found that quite funny about getting vaccines in the US, I thought it was just gonna be like this instant thing and yeah. it wasn't. Um, yeah. But comparing my trying to get vaccine experience in Thailand where I registered <laughs> 11 times on 11 different websites since April <laughs> um, and didn't get a vaccine until uh, September and then October, I, you know, it was it was an insane journey. And the the fact that so many people are paying for vaccines when they're being given out for free here, yeah. is extremely like painful to, to acknowledge. Um, I really, I mean, I, I believe we should not be paying for them to be honest, like this is, you know, this is something where this is why we have governments and world stuff and leaders and shit. These are the kinds of things that, you know, world leaders have to step in on and make sure that we're all functioning together to get these, the access to this kinds of stuff where it's, you know, globally <laughs> making a global impact. Um, exactly. So, yes, yeah, so it's, it is. It was interesting to to go through this process of trying to get the vaccine here and all of that. Yeah. But, you know, I showed up and I got it. And then they were like, all right, thanks. <laughs> have, have fun. Feel better. And I walked out and that was that was nice. It was nice to get it. It was just funny that I thought it was going to be this instant thing. And it just wasn't like ran out and then told me I couldn't get it. So,
0: yeah. Hannah, I think yeah. that's vaccine story. Yeah. OK, uh, handle it so as soon as i got home i had to um, unfollow a lot of the thailand groups that i'm in because it was devastating to see what all of you guys were going through still and i was back home so i'm getting emotional this is like it was so it was surreal it was really surreal like i i People here are throwing vaccines away, and no, none of my friends back home, in Thailand, home, <laughs> uh, didn't have any access to any of that. And people here, anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers, anti-anything, it, it just pissed me off to no end, and that was really hard to to get over. And so when I knew that I was able to take a vacation in Mexico, like, Think my lucky stars, I I can travel. Um, I I knew that I wanted to get a a second vaccine. I wanted to get Pfizer. So I went to CVS right here down the street. I just walked there, walked in. I said, hey, I have Sinovac. I was from Thailand. And the guy was like, hmm. He had to think for a minute. He went back and consulted with some of the other pharmacists. And he was like, okay. So he gets everything ready. And I didn't have to show him any... um, like paperwork, anything. I mean, I gave him my ID and and that was it. And I was like, wow, this is, this is going to be great. He had the shot. He's standing next to me. He said, I need to see your vaccine card. I was like, oh, why didn't you ask me like five minutes ago at the counter? Right. <laughs> so I get out my card. I show him on my phone and he said, oh, we can't give you this unless it's been six months. And I was hmm. like, Ooh, and I realized he probably fucking wasted that dose of vaccine because the cap was already off and he was about to stick it into my arm. And I was like, God, really? Like, you can't, you can't give it to me. It's been five and some months. Like, you can't just like, don't give me that. I'm going, I'm going to Mexico. Like I want a like a, a second vaccine. You know, this is like my booster. And he's like, yeah, we have to sit, wait six months. So he couldn't give it to me so um i saw a sign and it said free flu uh flu shots i was like oh well then i'll take a flu shot instead and he was like oh okay 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 and then he gives me the flu shot and i'm about to walk out the door and the lady was like oh hey 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 you gotta pay over here and i said what it, there's a sign that says free flu shots and they were like yeah but that's for people with health insurance And i was like uh I don't have health insurance. I'm only here for a little bit, like so. I had to pay like forty bucks for, for a flu shot, but I mean, it's better than nothing, I suppose. And I was, I was still thankful to have access to that. But that would, that was interesting. So I will be getting Pfizer in um, what, like two weeks. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I know. think
2: you could just show up to another CVS and say you haven't had it. It's true. Dude. I definitely
0: could. Yeah. I definitely could. But I feel like I, I still feel, yeah, I don't know. I'm not doing much. I mean, I'm staying at home. I'm reading. I'm doing my work. I'm I'm not in the front lines or anything. And with everyone that I've been talking to, I've been telling them how blessed I feel to be here, to be have access to all the stuff that I have. And I've been telling them – the shit show that was happening everywhere else in the world through this pandemic. I hate when someone says that this is a fucking pandemic. Oh, I want well, to. All other
1: convo. Oh, bring in. that in. <laughs>
0: hey, dude. dude. pandemic, my ass. Oh, Do you oh know my god. The, the world well, I mean, going right now.
1: Like on the note for vaccines, it is better-ish here now.
2: Good. Um,
1: Good. Of course, everything kind of escalated when the minister of health couldn't get into switzerland because he had the wrong vaccine the same vaccine that he was telling the entire population of thailand is fine don't worry about it it's fine. which one was that sinovac uh sinopharm i think or sinovac one either or okay uh, either or so since that <laughs> since that's happened things are getting a little better i only just got my second dose two weeks ago, and that was, like, on schedule. Um, I can say in the beginning, it was designer vaccines for sure. Um, highest <laughs> bidder gets it. Um, and it was, there was, especially you know what, and it was especially people who were looking for Pfizer or Moderna. Um, <clears throat> they would, like, pull you in these group chats and be like, okay, we have a way for you to get it. But you need to covertly go outside the hospital. Pretend you're in a group. And then, you know, when you see each other... But don't go in too early. Make sure you're not... But don't call. But don't... And I'm like, there's too many instructions here right now. (laughs) Like, literally spy instructions to get a freaking vaccine. I was... Yeah. uh, But it is better now. Shout out to the Japanese embassy and Bamingrad for getting their shit together. They, uh... They're really doing that and they're really being not too strict. So they know, they know, but they're letting it slide because it's for the betterment of the world. (laughs) Like, hello. Yeah.
2: I'm so, I'm so over the whole, like, it's a hoax and it was planned and shit. I'm like, really, really, if you really think about the logic behind that idea, like, Do you think, do you really think that people really wanted to be going through this and that governments wanted to fall and suffer? I mean, you know, Thailand has it not, had it not so great, but if you just jump over next door to Myanmar and see what's happening right now, um, in regards to like, okay, it's not only about COVID, it's the government, but I really feel that there's been, the COVID has been a huge catalyst in a lot of things that are shifting around the world, um. Mm -hmm. So my biggest, my biggest annoyance right now is like, okay, Omicron articles coming up on my feed and I opened the, the comments because I, comment, I love to read comments because, you know, people, best form of entertainment when you want to get really mad. <laughs> um, people are just ridiculous. They're just absolutely ridiculous talking about like, oh, this was, this was planned and oh, just another fear mongering article. And I'm like, wait a minute, guys. Don't you want to know what's happening? <laughs> like, mm. is sharing an article about a vaccine fear-mongering? Should we not share it? Like, should people not know what's going on? I don't understand the the issue here. So, yeah. uh, I mean, of course, you know, not every news uh, station or uh, company is, you know, being upfront or using the right verbi verbiage but oh come on i mean thailand's infamous for that using terrible words what do they say they're gonna go hunt the african people that came in to test them for omicron hunt that was
1: bangkok post let's oh keep my in mind bangkok Bo- what the Post. Fuck? let's keep in mind bangkok post is subsidized by the u.s embassy oh just so you
2: know well hey i'm t- i'm t- i'm all right i i understand it, so. <laughs> that, i mean
1: that's that's like it's just yeah yeah anyway.
2: dude, it's super crazy Ooh. but you know if if we could maybe jump off of the covid subject real quick and let's maybe go on a little bit more of an empowering journey before we have to start wrapping things up and um, i know all of us have gone through some career and life shifts in this in this journey of the last year just a and few. just a few <laughs> just a little bit um, so i think if if we could maybe touch on that and what it's been like and what has it done for you? And how has it shifted your perspective to make changes that are better for your life Ooh. and for your career?
1: Ooh, look at you with the deep question. All right. Girl. Um <laughs> I, I have been saying this from the beginning. Um, COVID will create two types of people. It's either the people who are able to handle it and the people who are not uh the people who are able to handle it will grow um they'll learn it's not easy growth is not easy um but at some point they do change yeah they learn you know to not be attached all of that um what i'm seeing now is that the people who refuse to Uh, grow uh, sorry sorry yeah they learn my bad oh my god i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) What I'm seeing now is
2: that the people who refuse to grow. Oh my god! I'm sorry. My (laughs) bad. Okay. What I'm seeing now
1: is that the people who refuse to grow from the beginning are really feeling it now, and the people who decided to grow are leaving those people. (laughs) Quite honestly, Mm -hmm. it's the only way I can. Like they're literally just kind of separating themselves and it's this natural occurrence that's happening right now and it's very interesting to watch I like I've I've learned to look at myself from outside of the box that I think I am basically um not as often as I should (laughs) but um I definitely do and I've I've seen the same people go through the same same things and uh it's just been very interesting to watch um how people are adapting and how people are refusing to adapt. Mm -hmm. It's adapt or die right now, Mm -hmm. plain and simple. And I have come out the hardest, I've come out the hardest, but happiest person out of the past few years. And look, every week's almost been a shit show, but you know what, bring it on. Cause I know that there's more coming I'm very aware, but I've been able to put up boundaries. I've been able to learn who I am. Because goddamn, if you got to sit in a house with yourself for the next 12 to 24 months, you better fucking like yourself. No, you better love yourself. That is it. And the problem is is that most people that I know that are not thriving right now or that are losing people around them or that are just not, they they haven't had that moment. They can't sit with themselves. And bad things happen when you can't sit with yourself. So mm-hmm. for me, that's that's been the, the biggest change. To be, able, to be able to stand up for myself, to be able to say, this isn't serving me. And to be able to call a spade a spade and not feel guilty about it. Because you know what? At the yeah. end of the day, I've realized for the past year or two years with this COVID shit, who my real friends are and who will fuck off in a second. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Go for it. But don't expect mm-hmm. me to be here waiting
2: because mm-hmm. I've
1: grown. Yeah. You're not.
2: She grown. She grown. I've grown.
1: <laughs> I'm a grown-ass woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: hell yeah, That's dude. my input on that one. Please. All right. Thank you for coming I, to my TED Talk.
0: <laughs> I completely agree. I think that friend bubbles have shifted for the better. And we have learned to see through what's not real because what's what's not real doesn't stick around. Um, And, and that's sad, but it's really freeing. And it's inspiring, almost because we can become who we need to be when we're able to step up to the plate and step into the box that we want for ourselves, we can do whatever We want when we set ourselves free from those little limitations that we didn't realize were limitations in the first place. I think that for myself anyway, the pandemic has allowed me to have space to understand myself better. I know that there are certain parts of the brain that don't become finally finished and solidified until you're like 28 to 30 years old. And now I'm 31 and I'm like, Who the fuck am I? Who have I been for my entire (laughs) life? That was me? Like what? These memories pop up from like 10, six years ago. And I'm like, who is that? (laughs) What is this? And how how can I understand who I was and where I want to be? I think that through the pandemic, I have been able to plan and strategize and figure out what I want instead of what other people want, or what I should be for someone else. Mm -hmm. I don't have to wear that mask anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't have to put myself into that situation for someone else anymore. Who am I? Um, I think that I've had extreme highs through the last two years, and I've had extreme lows in the last two years. And without those highs and lows, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I will be totally honest, I am not 100% okay right now. Um, I'm still going through some of that shit, and that's okay because I know that in the long run, uh, I, it will be for the best, and I know that I have so much more waiting for me, and I know that once I kick it into high gear, once I have that, that fire under my toes again for myself, um, it's going to be amazing, so I'm looking forward to it. I have... Uh, a lot of exciting ideas that I still have uh, to to kick kick it up, and we'll see
1: how it goes. <laughs> Can I just say, oh, yeah. as a as an old bitch, as resident old bitch, <laughs> thirty six in January. Anyway, hey.
2: you're You'll just talk like about four that. four months away from me. I know. So, oh, would you guys like to know
1: a fun fact that I didn't really want to know at all, but I'm going to tell you now because I know. Oh okay. do know we really want to know? know? No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> your oh, man. age for your birthday is actually the ending. It's the ending date of that age. Yes. So I'm turning 37.
0: I, I lost heard the year. I
1: that information. I lost yeah, when you year. turn
0: one, you have lived for one year You've lived year. for
1: a year. I can't. Anyway. I
0: was yeah. <laughs> so 1032 so susuna. So, so so
1: <laughs> don't tell, but <laughs> don't say it I'm sorry. I'll edit that out of the podcast for fear of giving people mental breakdowns. Anyway, what I was going to say is, Hannah, your 20s, and anybody else listening, from the age of 20 to 32, let's give you an extra two years on there. Thank that you. That is your time to fuck up. <laughs> fuck up then (laughs) (laughs) because we have this societal construct put up put on us that 18 you leave the house immediately you get a job you get shit done you get married and have 2.5 kids by 25 otherwise you have failed i'm sorry no that's not how this works anymore this is the age frame that we fuck up that we hate ourselves and then we learn to love ourselves again and then a new side comes out and you're like who the fuck is that i don't know do i like them i don't know what do i do but that is the age and for anybody listening to this don't you ever feel guilty for that time ever Mm -hmm. ever feel guilty i had a realization during covid that i've been a chameleon for the past fucking 12 years i don't i didn't know who i was i was literally changing for every relationship I was in. Oh, you like rock? Oh my God, I love rock. Okay, I'll be a rock girl now. Oh, you need a high-so girl? Okay, I could totally do my hair and my nails every day. What do I like? What do I want? I don't. I didn't know. And this is exactly what I learned during COVID. Who am I? Who's mm-hmm. Caitlin? Who's mm-hmm. Kat? Who is this person? Because literally everything that I thought I liked most that I thought I liked came from a relationship came from me trying to fit in and then i can go down that whole rabbit hole of therapy and bullying in school and where that stems from modeling and shit like that but we don't need that i'm just saying your 20s all the way up to 32 that's what it's for
2: yeah 100%. I I totally, I totally 100% agree with that. And, you know, Hannah, when you were saying like, I'm 31 now, and I'm now starting to like going, like having these realizations. And I have to say, like, that's exactly the the time that that does happen. Like, it's, it's so on point of the timeline of our, you know, um, rediscovery of ourself and all of that. And um, I'm right there with you. I think it started to happen around that time, too, where I was kind of like, all right, I'm kind of done being this like weird twenty in my twenties person, um, and I recently stumbled across something that I wrote, uh, and I and the one line that I wrote, I, I said, you know, it's hard to it's hard to look back and believe that that was actually me back then, you know, because I I can't imagine me being that same person now, knowing what I know, having been through what I've been through. Um, and it's it's an extremely powerful thing to like say it out loud to acknowledge the fact that yeah we, we change, we evolve, we learn, we grow, and you really just... I, I really fully believe that the goal of life is obviously to get better and age like a fine wine, um, but to realize, <laughs> to realize who you are, what you want, what matters for you. Because at the end of the fucking day, it doesn't matter what anybody else wants. It does not matter. And you know what, guys, uh, ladies... <laughs> something that i've just come to like a strong decision about um like i well first and foremost i think i fully decided no i have fully decided i don't want to have children mm-hmm. uh, for many reasons um and the re part of the reason is that i really believe that happiness and honesty are the two main factors of living your best life like what else matters matters most than living in your own truth, being honest with people, not having the black cloud of guilt and dishonesty following you around? Um, And happiness. I mean, what else is there? Why be all upset and annoyed all the time? Why make problems? Because you know what, I hate to say it, but hashtag YOLO, like, we don't fucking know what happens after this. (laughs) You know, so really, it doesn't matter if you work at McDonald's, or if you're the CEO of your company, please, please keep it in mind, happiness and honesty are such easy values to incorporate in your life. And not everyone's blessed to be able to live that 100%. But even if you're going through the worst of times and you know you maybe your relative is sick or your partner is absolutely terrible or you hate your job there are those are not the only things about your life. Your life is like a, a, a combination of all these different things. And there might be one really terrible thing in your life, but if you can at least try to have happiness and honesty in the other parts of your life, it just makes things a little bit better. Um, so yeah, so on that note, um, I would just want to talk about briefly about the career change, uh, the, the, just the shift, the, the life shift, career shift uh, question that I brought up before. Um, is I am going through a little bit of a, of a shift myself. Um, I've been wondering, how am I going to bring together all these things I've been doing these last several years, all my expertise, all my understanding, all the hours and the time and the effort that I put in. And it started to become clearer and clearer to me. I was like, My main goal in life is to make a lot of money to talk to people. That's what I want to do. I want to talk and I want to get paid for it, (laughs) but I want to help people at the same time, but I don't want to be a therapist or a counselor either, because that would require me going back to school for several years, which I do not want to do either. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. so I had been like thinking about this word coaching. Right. And I was like, Oh, and it has this bad stigma for the last few years. And, um, and I had a beautiful, wonderful conversation with a few people and I just realized, you know what? This is it, this is the direction of everything that I want to do um, and it has to go in. So I'm, I'm proud to share that I've been, um, I signed up for my coaching courses. I've been talking to the right people, um, getting myself ready uh, because this is what I wanna do. I want to coach people, especially kids, parents and educators because I'm going to say this out loud, and Hannah, correct me if I'm wrong, having been in the international school scene for the last uh, couple of years, in Thailand especially, um, there's school counselors, there's the admin staff, mm-hmm. professional development days, but who the hell is helping the teachers cope with classroom situations? No one. And no one, right? No one. So- I feel very passionately about this I feel that educators need a little bit more support especially now as the world has shifted especially yes. now that we're gonna have be facing a generation of kids who grew up online more than ever and who don't know what you know having a full-on social life means and like all these things that have kids are going through right now this is going to make a very direct impact on the future and this and the state of the world um, so I, I can hundred percent. Go with that, because my
1: 16-year-old son right now is having like some issues, for sure, that I didn't even think would happen. He's never even met his class. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Because he
1: he had to move classes, and since COVID, he's never met
2: anyone. He's yeah. literally
1: on screen learning online in front of a computer. Well, this kid in- I never thought would ask me for a book, but is asking me for books now. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> well, you know like- we we need to be we need to be prepared to nurture that. And for those of us out there who are doing the work to ensure that the future of the world is going to go in a positive direction, um, this is part of the work is nurturing the children and nurturing the educators and the parents mm-hmm. who are you know, in these children, in these children's lives. Um, I, I have a a quick little funny story to share because I was, you know, talking to the coaching, um, the coaches, the main coaches of the organization that I'm going to be working with. And, um, I shared the story, so I've been teaching online. So I would like to give you a little sneak peek of how I manage my life right now. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, I have so many (laughs) online classes, so many online meetings, and I'm managing four different time zones right now. It's been intense. Um, But one of my students, who's a returned student of mine, creative writing, public speaking. um, So I'm, I'm teaching him online the other day and I'm sharing a video, so I'm not looking at his, his uh, Google Meets video on my computer because I'm using my laptop, so it's a small screen. So I'm looking at the video that I'm sharing and I'm talking and then I ask him a question and he responds. And I realized that the quality of the sound changed and there was an echo. So I went back to the video and, and then I was like, um, are you in the toilet right now? <laughs> and the dude, <laughs> my student, seven year old student, he's like, yeah, I came to poop. And I was like, wow. I am so, like, grateful. I feel so complimented that you felt so comfortable with me to take me to the bathroom with you. But we're going to have to end this call right now because this is against child protection policy. Goodbye. (laughs) Like, so I shared this with the coaches and they were like, well, it's a very unique situation. But this is exactly the kind of connection that you want to be creating with people, with the kids, with the educators, with the parents. Oh that they feel God. so comfortable with you that they've That's taken hilarious. you to the toilet. Yeah. i
0: always um, stuff like that with my one-year-old nephew. Like he has never socialized with anyone before. And I've realized he doesn't know how to. So when we went to the park the other day, I was like, oh boy, we got, we we have more to do, buddy. Dude, <laughs> it's the
2: same thing with my niece. Face. It's it's exactly the same. She has not been yeah. in school. She's not been to play dates. She's just been out a few times. Uh, and you know she goes to the park and she's extremely hyper and like overactive mm-hmm. and like she goes to the park and she's freaking out she's trying to talk to everyone she wants to take all the toys she wants to meet all the people and touch all the things and it's like whoa <laughs> um you need to you need to take it back a little bit and observe the situation child so <laughs> i hope i hope that she will learn that skill but you know but yeah I don't so... think it's
1: just kids too though oh. because did you guys see in the in the women's uh Phoebe. Phoebe put it up. She put up a, a call, a play date for the men folk. <laughs> She's, and all the women who had introverted part, partners who were male. <laughs> they set a play date for them together. And it went really Ew. well apparently. I <laughs> yeah, was like, so this creepy. might be the future. Yeah. Like us yeah. the like the, the extroverts might have to be leading the introverts mm-hmm. a little bit after yeah. all of this like subsides. <laughs> it was very cute.
0: One of the very first NBA games that had a live crowd, someone, a a grown adult man, spit on one of the NBA players. Like, no, sir, this is not your living room. You are in a live basketball game on live TV, and you have the audacity to get angry and spit
1: on During COVID.
2: (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: So, Jess, I appreciate you if the kids – don't know how to survive. I don't know how adults can survive either. So thank you for moving into the coaching realm. That's kind of where I'm headed as well. I'd love to be a technology integrationalist and work with teachers specifically in the school system. So way to go, girl.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm super excited. And I, uh, like I said, like I've been, I've been researching the whole topic and it doesn't seem like there are a lot of people out there doing that. Yeah. Um, Excuse me, I don't know if you guys can hear the knocking. That is now my niece trying to get my attention. All right, well, (laughs) why don't we do this? We're already at a minute 10.
1: Let me go through some comments.
2: Okay. (laughs) Hi, Kelly.
0: Hi, Kelly. It's good to see your face and to hear your little comment, too. And I know that Mo is out there watching, too. Hey, Mo. I miss you. Yeah,
1: so Kelly says, so nice to hear and see you three together again. Thank you. Um, we will be inviting Kelly on probably mid-January, somewhere around there. She doesn't know. She knows now. Okay. <laughs> A friend of mine named Ben Bravo says, Hello. Ben, Benny's actually on one of the other podcasts that I produce for for another client. Oh, who's this?
0: This is Charlie. It's my partner's hi, dog. Oh, hi Charlie. She's the new love of my life, and she's the sweetest.
1: Hi Charlie, so, so cute. cute.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, and last one comes from Janie Anwar, good friend of mine. Uh, she says, "Nice one, girls. Really good to hear hear different perspectives and experiences." For the record. We never stop fucking up, (laughs) learning and changing. (laughs) At 46, I'm still discovering things about myself and who I want to be. I have enjoyed this talk. Hugs to you all. Big, huge freaking hug to you, Janie. Oh, I love the support. (laughs) Thank you. We are still very small, but we're just kind of doing it because we want to do it. And I do know that, you know. No, I can hear her. She's so cute. <laughs> I know.
2: She's asking for Are a you, <laughs> she, dude. This is a. This is on the regular. She comes to to bug me almost every morning, and I'm like, dude, Aww. I'm I'm working. Like you need to Jesus. chill. <laughs> All Thank right. You. Well, we
1: must wrap it up for the three-year-old then, because I can't say no to that. I'm sorry.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Bad. Well, hey, just a, just a couple of quick announcements. So obviously, this is a, the reason that we got all three of us together is because uh, this is the last podcast of 2021. Um, yeah, we, we started back in February with Clubhouse. And then that picture that we shared for this event was the first time that we all met together. Um, the only time the only time that we the all met together time. simultaneously yeah um <laughs> so so yeah so that was that night at uh, at Jade's at uh, was it whose bir- it was Jade's was it Jade's birthday no uh, no that was Valentine's Day party Valentine's my birthday yeah. oh, my yeah. birthday
1: was in March well oh yeah the party was in March yeah it yeah. was in March yeah, yeah. yeah. okay yeah. so yeah, yeah so
2: that was the time that we met so since then we had <laughs> done uh since we switched over to podcasts, we had done uh 40 two or 44 clubhouse rooms and now we've gotten together to host what (laughs) this is the fourth one so 48 48 sessions um in the last year which is super crazy and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's been crazy. And like, uh, Hannah, thank you. You know, you were there, and you uh, the Sunday <laughs> sessions were awesome. I mean, oh, yeah. a couple, uh, a few of those sessions when I was in Copenhagen, on like listening to your 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 visualizations and stuff. Like, I just, I really do miss that. And I think, mm-hmm. I really do think you should try to get back into that. Um, like sharing your your voice and your wisdom and the way that you explain things is beautiful. Oh, no, thank you. Um, yeah. And then we do have a couple of exciting upcoming talks. We've got um we have a a published author uh who's going to join us we have another lady in chiang mai who's interested to join us and we are always open um to receive more proposals for filling in the spaces um we will be meeting twice a month as much as possible in 2022 Um, probably more often i'm thinking yeah we could do more often and you know i we did talk about bouncing over between clubhouse and podcast and facebook live but you know what i'm I don't know. I'm I'm kind of over the whole Clubhouse thing for right now. So, I know there's a lot of like good business stuff going on there, but I just I just my brain is just too much. It's just too full right now. So, I'm trying to stay yeah. away from Clubhouse. I turned off Let's my notifications.
1: T- <laughs> we need to show our awesome faces. So yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> And nails and my rainbow glasses. So a and lot of effort, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just want to say happy fucking New Year to happy all the beautiful people out there. Happy fucking New Year, everybody. <laughs> yes, twenty twenty two is gonna be lit because we lit. W l i t. We lit. Yeah. Amen. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh yeah. you have been waiting to use that I
1: know. for forty eight episodes.
2: Yes. <laughs> we lit Uh, i'm really excited and (laughs) i hope you guys get it i mean there's no we there's no e in there but you know it's close enough um but yeah happy new year i hope that everyone stays motherfucking safe and motherfucking awesome and all the things i'm i'm super excited for next year what's what what's gonna happen what uh what it's you know what discoveries and what journeys we're all going to be on and You know what? Just, just be better. Just try your best to be better. And you know, if you fuck things up, it's okay. You have time to fix it. So, oh my poor niece. She wants chocolate milk.
1: (laughs) I completely agree. And on that note, Hannah, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for the invitation.
0: It's been great to catch up with you, girls. Virtual hugs all around uh who knows yeah. where we'll be in a month or a year and i'm just really thankful to have started something really beautiful with you ladies and yeah i can't wait to
1: see where it goes thank you so much darling <laughs> i appreciate you and i appreciate everybody else who's been listening and supporting us on our podcast and uh yeah we're gone
2: Woo! Happy,
1: holidays.
2: Yeah. happy holidays All right. Bye girls. Take care. Bye. (laughs)